Welcome back to the Choose Abundance podcast. I am your host, Alina Katz, and I'm very excited to share that today we have a very special guest on the podcast, my friend, Kelly McEntee, who is a life and business coach, and we met in a mastermind last year. I don't even know why. I can't remember the exact time of year. Was it summertime? I don't even know. I think it was. Was it? Yeah, because it's just so funny how we have so much going on in our lives and our businesses and like do these programs or do this. And it's like, what? what is time? Where does time go? I have no idea. But anyway, I'm really glad to have you on. We're going to have some great conversations today and welcome. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to, well, first of all, just to talk to you again and then yes. let it let the world hear our conversation. <laughs> yes, we were meeting weekly for about six weeks. And every single time we came on, we're like, oh, oh my God, what about this and this? And I felt like Kelly and I had such a vibe. We were just like really interested in the same things and we really connected. So it's nice mm -hmm. to see you again and talk to you and have you here. So thank yes. you. Thank so you. I'd love, yeah, I'd love to start with Kelly. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? Get into mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. Um, so um, I am Kelly McEntee, as you shared. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a life and business coach for the woman who already loves herself because that's who I've always been. I've been like the woman who loves herself, but yet when she doesn't fully accept, embrace and embrace that love fully, there's some holding back. There's some restraint that occurs. And so I have been through my own deep, 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 journey of embracing that love for myself. Um, and from that wild possibility has emerged. And that's what I help my coaching clients through as well is um, help them embrace what's already there, embrace the magic that they already air that they already are. Like there's, there's nothing for us to be fixing. We are already amazing as we are, but we aren't always allowing ourselves to see that brilliance. And when we do, it's crazy what happens like you literally fall in love with your life like you have an abundance of like goosebump goosebump moments you find joy in like these smallest moments and you have the courage to do the scariest things and for me the scariest thing i did was leave my job and so inevitably that's what all of my wild possibility leads my clients to is i help them leave their job whether it's change from um, one corporate position to another where they find more fulfillment or it's they leave their um, position where they're just not feeling fulfilled anymore and they go all in on their business. They go all in on that thing that is their gift that lights them up and then inevitably they get to light the world up with as well. Mm. And I'm also um, a mom of two little kids, Everett and Lucy. They are a handful of fun and big emotions and <laughs> all the great things. And I'm married um, to PJ as well. Amazing. As you were saying, all the goosebump moments, I was feeling that myself. I'm like, oh, just, just the concept of how like how when you love yourself, everything in your world can change. And not just when you love yourself, like you're saying, but when you actually embrace that and you allow yeah. who you are to shine in the world in a real way and not stifled, not like held back by the job that you're supposed to do, that you're supposed to be happy in, but actually allow like who you truly are to be expressed. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's so huge. And I always say like when you... My my observation of this transformation for myself and for like anybody that I've helped, and I'm sure you can relate as well, like the more that you are, the more that you become, mm -hmm. the more 
they are as well. And an example of that is for me has been for people pleasing. Like the more I do what I want and the less that I people please, like I trust myself fully that I am in spaces where I want to be. Like I'm having this conversation with you today because I want to. And so inevitably, I assume you're here having this conversation with me today too, because you want to be, oh, yeah. not because you feel like you should. Mm-hmm. And when we can live in that way, it's so freeing to really drop the judgment on other people too. Um, and lose it, lose that judgment for ourselves as well. Oh my God. So it's, it's so huge. I love that you shared that. It's like this idea, especially as women, and I'm sure you have felt this and a lot of you guys who are listening have felt this as well, this need to go along with the shoulds. Mm-hmm. I should do this, especially if you're in business, right? Mm-hmm. Or even if you're not in business and you, you're in your job and you got your college degree and you're in a lot of debt, you're following these shoulds of like, I was supposed to, I need to get my degree. I'm supposed to be in debt. That's normal. I should be in this job because it pays well enough to support my family. I should do this. And if you're in business, I should show up in this specific way. I should have this specific personality. I should do this. I should do that. But when you set that aside and you're like, wait, wait, what do I actually want to do? What actually aligns with my heart and soul? What makes me feel lit up? That's when your light shines through. That's when you get to actually make an impact on the world and you get to be fulfilled doing it. Yeah, it's amazing. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Great> mic drop. <laughs> yes. Great interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're done. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> but but really, like I yeah. I feel very aligned to that that mission as well. Like how, how can we actually embrace who we are and love those aspects of ourselves that need to need to be seen and don't need to be stifled and held down anymore. So I love that. Yes. Yeah. And I think too with all of those shoulds that you've been sharing here from like where they come from, the root of them is for me, at least what I've noticed, and especially lately is expectation. And so I always like, I am still a student of what I help people with. I am still learning. I am still learning. And recently I've learned the impact of not asking for what you want, not asking for what you need, following what you assume is expected of you. And I fell into just this point of like, no creativity, no drive, no desire, like all the way down from like the way I dressed to what I ate to what I wrote. Like it was nothing. Mm. It was a blank slate. And it just like revealed to me how then vitally important this is. This work is to allow yourself to do what you want, allow yourself that desire and ask yourself, where are these expectations coming from? And are they true? Mm. Can I can I remove myself from this expectation and do more of what I I desire? Because when you do that, you get to be the better version of you for everybody in your life. And yeah. that that is huge. Yeah. And then I'm assuming, tell me if I'm wrong, but that's what shifted it for you and you got back into your creativity. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to go backward a little bit back to before you started your business, before you became a life and business coach, I'd love for you to share what were you doing before and what was maybe like the tipping point or the catalyst, the moment that you decided it was time to start your own business and do what you're doing today? Yeah. Well, that's such a, it's such a huge question. So I'll try to keep our, um, my story not too rambly here, but <laughs> I actually got certified um, 
in coaching in 2017. Um, In 2015, my husband, he coaches college baseball. And so we moved to Kentucky, which for us at the time was like halfway across the country. We lived in Kentucky. And I noticed I had a lot of free time on my hands with that that baseball life um, schedule. And so, and I've always been like a busybody kind of entrepreneurial soul. So I started with a network, what is it? Network marketing company. And I noticed I was getting a lot of like messages and like requests for help from the people I was helping that required more than just um, this kind of like cookie cutter type of approach. Mm -hmm. And I realized too that I wanted to serve them more in this bigger sort of way. Um, so that's what, like really what lit the the spark for me, lit the fire for me was just being in this place where I, re- I realized I want to have a mobile business. I want to live and work wherever, whenever, so that when like my husband gets this opportunity, I I can say yes to him for him because my business can go with me wherever we go. Um, and so then in um, 2016, my dad passed away. And inevitably, that's who I help a lot of people as well. As I say it's people who have been um, shaken into their purpose through the circumstances of life. And I was yeah. literally, not literally, but I was shaken into my purpose um, through his passing of just like life is too dang short. And so I got certified to do health coaching and then, of course, certified um, for life coaching as well. And So I did that for a long time. I did a lot of health coaching, um, but I started to see like all of my clients. Honestly, I don't know if I helped them lose weight. I might have even helped them gain a little weight. I'm not sure. (laughs) But what really happened is they started having these deeper desires to heal relationships in their life or change careers. And that's where I noticed like I was lit up and helping them too. like, yeah, just go fix a salad. But like, let's go talk about what does it take for you to change careers? What does it take for you to go all in um, for yourself? And so I did my coaching alongside um, my public health career, where it's funny how I've I really tried for a while to distance myself from my public health career because my work was in um, public policy and advocacy. And then one day, like the light bulb went off of like, your job is your work now. Your job in public health was advocacy on a large scale. But how do people become advocates for these large scale things is they get true with what they want and what their desires are. And we, so my coaching is my job on an individual level. Like we, we um, look at yourself and where do you need to be an advocate for yourself, which is like the the biggest form of leadership is how can I advocate for myself? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I quit my job um, to go all in on my business about almost two years ago now. And um, I remember the conversation with my husband where like the light bulb went off of like, oh my gosh, Kelly, you just need to do this. Is I would go to him and I'd be like, Pete, his name is PJ. I'd be like, Pete do you think I can? I'd be like so whiny and like looking for him to tell me I could. Mm, And it got to the point where, and I looked to my mom to tell me I could. I looked to my friends. I looked to everybody around me to tell me I could. But where I wasn't asking myself was myself. And so it got to the point one day where he gave me like the biggest dose of tough love that I needed. And he's like, you can do it. And I'm done having this conversation with you. We are not talking about this again until you do it. 
And to me, that spoke volumes of like, oh my gosh, he really believes that I can do this because he's not even willing to like be that nice about it anymore. Like you either do it or, or keep where you're at and stop complaining. And that was like the hugest moment for me to realize like you've got to have your own back in order to go forth with what it is you desire. Um, and so that's where I got really deep with that work of like, where am I not having my own back? Mm. How can I gain my own self-support to, to do this thing? And then I did it yeah. and I've never looked back. Amazing. I love that moment because, you know, I think this is so common. I think so many of us can relate to that feeling of like, we have this idea, we have this desire, but wait, we need it to go and get validated by others first. Mm-hmm. Because if others in our life, others who love us say, yes, that's a good idea. And they validate it for us. Then it's like, we get permission to actually want what we want. Mm-hmm. So when you had that moment of like, oh, wait, I don't, like, yeah, okay, you got his permission, permission, so to speak, but you don't need that. It's more like he's he was telling you, stop asking for my permission and do what you want to do. It was like that wake up call of like, wait, we don't actually need to do that. We don't need to right. look outside of ourselves to give us permission for what we already know. So teaching you how to actually trust yourself and mm-hmm. do what do what's in your heart. Yeah. And I always I look at like asking people now having experienced that. And of course I still do it. We all do. We're all humans and we're all learning, Um, but getting better at it. I've, I've noticed how that asking for permission from other people or seeking that validation is a really like damned if you do damned if you don't type of thing because yay, they give me that validation. But then you're also like, oh, they're just saying that to be nice. So it's like either way, you still have to have your own back. Because no matter what they say, it's never going to be, I'm air quoting here, good enough or the right answer because they're either just being nice or, you know, like it it just showed to me how vital it is to be your own self-support and self-sufficiency. And I learned how to do that through my own work with a coach and my own guidance with her walking me through here's where I'm feeling trapped. Here's where I'm holding myself back. Here's where I'm I'm not seeing it's possible. Here's where I'm telling myself lies that it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But what if I entertain the idea that it could? What if it yeah. could work? Yeah. And and also when when you go to someone and they say, yeah, that's a great idea or no, that's a bad idea. They're not actually looking at what's within your mind and your heart. They're actually saying something based on their own belief system. Mm -hmm. Right. So someone else can say that's not a good idea. That's not because it's not a good idea for you. It's because it's not a good idea for them. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a purposeful thing, but we're always projecting based on our own belief systems. So mm-hmm. in that situation, also, it's like, why would you listen to anyone else? Because they're only looking through the lens of their own belief. And instead, when you work with a coach, as you were saying, in your experience, like they can actually be neutral mm-hmm. slash like <laughs> they're just for you, right? Yes. And help you uncover what is within you. What do you actually want? What are the possibilities for you? And that's one of the reasons that being a, being with a coach and getting support is so powerful because you don't have to look for their validation. Their job is just to help you see what's within yourself. Yeah. And 
from a coach that we share, I know that she has said several times in her trainings of like, it's about you liking your own reasons why. Mm-hmm. Why do you want this? And you've got to like your reasons why, and then go forth with it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what's the point in like doing anything for anyone else anymore? Like when you really think about it, mm-hmm. we're all just conditioned into doing that as we've been talking about. But like, what's really the point? What's the benefit of going outside yourself and like doing what someone else says is the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Like there is none. Because otherwise, like, what's the point? Like, what are you here for? What's your impact? What's the mark that you want to leave? Is it just Mm -hmm. like repeating someone else? Is it just doing what someone else thinks is a good idea? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to look within and and see what's within you? What's special about you? What impact do you have to offer? And allow that to light up the world. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I, I, there is so much resistance around that too. As you're sharing that, I think of a particular client that I worked with where um, she's an artist. And so she created with her paintings, like a tangible product for people to purchase. And she was amazing. Like she's amazing. She's so good at it. And we went through a brief period of time in coaching together of, of me allowing her to paint solely for her, like to create solely for her. Cause there was question like, well, they're saying they want this. And so I created it and it's like, fine, but I could make it better. And so my answer was like, so make it better, make it your way. And you don't have to share that creation made solely for you with the world, but you let that selfish only for you. I want to do this because this lights me up only thing be the thing that inspires what is for them. And wouldn't you know it, of course, the thing that she created solely for herself is then what she shared with others. And like the trajectory of her business has gone up from that because the world doesn't know what they want from her. They they only want what they've seen. Mm -hmm. So she has to show them, here's what else I got up my sleeve. Oh yeah. And how much more magical is that? Because absolutely like they don't, people don't know what's available to them beyond what they know. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we can think we know what we want based on what we've seen, but it's, it's like, I see this as her responsibility to the world. Yes. 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 Right. To like show Mm -hmm. what's truly within her heart and soul and her mind and, and her whole body to show that to the mm-hmm. world as mm-hmm. her mark, right? Yes. Because otherwise, are we just going to like circulate the same ideas? Right. And then take like taking that thought of like responsibility. So I have really leaned in on this part of my, of, of coaching as well. And I, I know you can relate to of this like legacy aspect yes. of it's your responsibility and something like it's, it's kind of hard to see the responsibility when it's like that of the world but when you look at it, like inside your home. Mm -hmm. And so I look at the way that I get to help these women who already love themselves is they get to help their daughters love themselves more. Like I am a daughter of a mother and I'm a mother of a daughter. I am very well aware of, as you are too, as a, as a daughter of a mother of the things our mothers say, and then the way that our mothers are. And if we can have those things be in alignment with each other, it creates that ripple effect for our daughters, for those younger generations of 
I, I tell my daughter, you can be anything, but then here I am not being everything I want to be. Yeah. So we work to help you be everything you want to be. And your daughter gets to witness that Mm -hmm. her daughter does and her daughter does. Yeah. I mean, that's really how you break cycles of generational Mm -hmm. trauma and all kinds of stuff like that. Like, like really, like we are taught so much from our parents through their actions so much more than through their words. And Mm -hmm. we hold it in our nervous systems. We hold it in our bodies and our subconscious and we carry it with us. And if it's limiting, if it keeps us from our power and keeps us from what we want to do, then it's our responsibility now to make a difference, make mm-hmm. a different choice, to make a change, to decide again. And that starts, I love how you shared it. It starts with like actually creating an environment within your own home where what you say is what you do. And so that your daughter gets to actually receive that in her system. She gets to know in her whole body and her whole being that I can do whatever I want to do because mom taught me. Mm-hmm. And I know that. And she's going to do something amazing in the world because she has a mother who has taught her in a real profound way. Mm-hmm. I love that. And all of the, your clients' daughters are going to have mm-hmm. the same experience because you are helping them be themselves, embrace themselves as they love themselves mm-hmm. and shine their light and make their impact. Yeah. It's insane. It's so good. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. It's subtle yet huge. Yeah. I always, I always think that, you know, cause I have these experiences in my own client sessions where they're like, they have a breakthrough and I'll share some wisdom that they, I know they need to hear. And they're like, wow, that's so obvious. How did I miss that? I'm like, it's because it's just true. Right. Yeah. When it's true. It's just easy. They're like, that's so easy. Right. That's so obvious mm-hmm. because it's just, it just is, it's just true. Right. But we have all these beliefs that it has to be hard mm-hmm. and it has to be like, the, the shoulds and the supposed to, as we talked about, but really mm-hmm. it, when it's, when it's true, it just is obvious. Yes. I've had this, and I think maybe this came up in our uh, mastermind experience where we connected together, but mm-hmm. what I found for myself, like, so your truth is what's right. Yeah. And what's right is light. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like letting your body be like the guide and the compass for that. Like what feels right that it does every single time what feels right feels light yeah within you yeah absolutely and then you get to make decisions from that and i think that that's where people miss it sometimes i've i noticed that i've been paying a lot of attention not just to my life and my business but i I'm an observer. That's kind of my nature. Um, I'm someone who doesn't go into a party and like go talk to everyone, make friends with everyone right away. Like I go in and I like, I I notice I'm an observer. It's just who I am. I've come to terms with (laughs) that aspect of me. And I've been noticing in the coaching industry, especially this idea that you just have to like believe it and get in the energy of it. And that's it, right? Mm -hmm. It feels light. So it's the right thing. Okay. But what next? Right. What do you do with that? Mm -hmm. Right. Something that was like a profound shift for me. And so you and I, we we probably coach similarly in the the idea of like our thoughts and our feelings help evoke our actions. Mm -hmm. And I went to a, a coaching conversation one time where I was feeling stuck within myself and I had this thought or a belief and I felt lost with it. And that led to like that, that belief was too big. I needed to pare it down Mm -hmm. just a little bit. Yeah. 
So I was like creating this dramatic thought of like, well, if I do this, then I'll, I'll get this result in my business and I'll reach this goal. And so I made the, the thought smaller, more simple, more simplified. And from that, I got this like evoked, like ignited feeling in my body where it became so easy, all of the action steps that I needed to take. And from that conversation, the coach I was working with that worked with this through me shared how, and it, it forever changed me about how our thoughts are there simply to be a menu. And we get to choose the thoughts that inevitably create the feeling mm -hmm. that make it easy for us to come up with the action steps. And if we're in this thought slash feeling phase where we are lost on what to do, then it's time to look at like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And adjust it so action becomes easy oh, for yeah. you to take. Yep. And yeah. an example of that within my own life as of like the last two weeks, honestly, is like the more value you create, the more opportunities that come to you. Mm. And so then I sit with the question, like, how can I create value today? And that wow. for me in my body creates a real quick, simple, easy to put together list of ways I can create value today and also ways that I can see where I have contributed and created value as well. Yeah. I love that because if you were to go back and have a different thought of it doesn't matter how much value I create, nothing happens, nothing matters, right? right. Like that's a very disempowering thought that you could mm -hmm. have. And then what do you do from that? Then you feel right. Disempowered. Right. Right. You sit and on your butt and you watch season, whatever of the crown. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like, well, <laughs> it doesn't great really matter. It doesn't matter yeah. how much value I add, mm -hmm. but instead you chose a different thought, which then made you feel like ex I'm like excited and empowered. And that mm -hmm. created so many opportunities and like so many, it became so clear what the actions are that you can take. Right. And when you take action from the place of like excitement and empowerment and inspiration and creativity and love for yourself and love for what you're doing, and you know that this is important work, there's just no way you're not going to see great results. But the mm -hmm. problem is so many of us get stuck in the disempowering negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And when we have those disempowering thoughts, it doesn't really matter how much information we take in, right? You can read all the books and you can like scroll through social media and get all this content and information. And, and you're still going to be looking through the lens of those beliefs of those thoughts. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's what I love about coaching as a coach and being getting coached too, is when I'm stuck in those disempowering beliefs and those thoughts, I can have someone support me and be like, okay, well, is that really true? Let's look for the evidence here. Like, let's, right. let's create new beliefs for you. Right. And, and uh, so like, what are some ways that you like to do that with your clients? Like, do you, do you have like specific methodology or tools or like, what do you feel like is the most powerful way to help people change their beliefs and change their thoughts? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that question because it goes back to like the, the woman that I help. I help the woman who already loves herself. And so we start there. We start with what is there already. Mm. Like we can't materialize something out of nothing. So we start seeing now, like what are my gifts already? And even like smaller than that, like, like smaller scale, like what have I done right today? What have I like really starting to help people see where they are already what they want to be. Mm -hmm. And when they see that, 
it's like, like, just like you said with your clients, it's like a, oh, duh, that's so obvious, like yeah. light bulb moment. And even for me and my resistance of like pairing my job with my coaching, I was like, oh, wait, I actually am a better coach than I thought if I like took into account all of this years of experience of helping people be advocates on a large scale. Mm -hmm. I just bring it down to the individual level. Like what is there already? What tools do I already have in my toolbox? And I always say too, I have really um, adjusted the, the perspective, like, you know, in writing, like we have a rough draft, a first draft. That's beautiful. Like you are the first draft, you are the rough draft. And from there we get to refine it and make it better and better and better. But the first draft is where the story starts. Like we would have nothing if we didn't have the first draft. So yeah. to not discredit what is here right now. I love that. Cause I, I think there's so much messaging around like becoming a new version, right? Mm -hmm. Or like, I felt mm -hmm. that for myself too, over the years of like, if I were different, if I could just become this other mm -hmm. thing, whatever it is then I'll have the success I want or the happiness I want, right? If, I don't know, I can't even think of an example at the very moment, but like, if I am this different thing, that's not who I am right now, then I'll get that X, Y, Z result. But instead it's like, who are you already? And how do you believe fully that what you are exactly as you are is already perfect. And all we have to do is help you embrace what's already there so that- yeah that rough draft can get polished and become like the most amazing and not even like finished version. Cause we're never finished, but can just embrace who we are and create the success that we want and have the fulfillment that we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think back to, to just a conversation that I had last week with a woman um, who was working, I shared it on my um, Instagram as well. She was working on um, a goal of finishing her degree. And so a question that I start with my clients always in session one, when we set our goals is, so what will having that do for you? Mm -hmm. So I asked her, so what will having that degree do for you? She said, well, it will make me more marketable and it will make me more proficient in like, the skills of her degree. So that's where we start. How are you marketable now? Yeah. How are you already proficient in that skill? Yeah. Because it's, you're not going to change once the degree is in hand. You're going to change by the way that you view yourself, by the yes. way that you think and feel about yourself. Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. This is, this is huge. This idea that once you have something, then you'll be there. And I see this with money, especially mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Once I have $10,000 sitting in my bank account, then I will feel safe. Once I make $100,000 in my business, then I will feel successful. But here's the real truth. Once you have that number, which you decided is going to be what makes you have the feeling, it's not going to be what you think it is. You're going to get there mm -hmm. and the goalpost is going to move because it's mm -hmm. not the number. It's the feeling. It's the mm -hmm. belief. Yes. And I've lived that crazy experience. So like in July... Um, I was in this other kind of group coaching container and I, I made a money goal, but then I was like, well, why do I have this goal for my business? And the reason why I have this goal is we had gone through like a, a kind of a life settling experience in the early summer where it was clear, like, okay, we are two feet in, we are staying in this house. We are staying in this town. We are staying here and we are so excited. 
And so I realized like, I want this certain financial income so I can make my home homier. So then I started making my home homier. I painted my kitchen cabinets. Mm -hmm. And you know what happened? Clients started coming, like asking me to work with me when I was like covered all over my body in paint. Mm -hmm. And yet just a month ago, I had my highest revenue month for my business. Amazing. And I wasn't, but yet I wasn't in that like mental space of July. Like I felt tight. I felt constricted. And so in July, I didn't reach my financial goal, but I felt better than ever. And then here come October, I met my financial goal and I felt just like exhausted. Mm. down. And again, that's like my own lived experience of that's why operating from that goal from that desired state so much better than operating in this like cause and effect state of yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's so interesting. It's like, okay, I want this, this goal, this, and this amount of money to come in so that I can have this, right? Mm-hmm. So I want that when this happens, but if you just give yourself what you want, you want the homier experience in your home, you want to feel that, do that now. And the mm-hmm. effect of it generally is going to be that you're going to receive more clients because you're in that energy of having what you already want. Now you're not, you're not putting the pressure on your business in order to get what you want. Mm -hmm. Your business gets to be just an expression of having what you already want. Yes. And it feels so good. It feels so much better. Right. So it's like, just, just this reminder of like, when you have a goal to think about what, what's, what's it for? What's the purpose of the goal? What's the feeling that you want? What's the reason? What's your big why? And can you create that now as you are building toward that goal? Because there's nothing wrong with wanting to have more money through your business. Like that's a great thing. Let's take the pressure off and just be like, wait, what do I want it for? What's the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. Is it so I can feel safe? Okay. Well, how do you feel safe now? Mm -hmm. And maybe the how you feel safe now is to stop spending all of your money. Right. Right. There's so much pressure on when business owners, especially it's just make more money, make more money. Once I make this, then I'll feel safe. Right. But to feel safe now, it's like a nervous system regulation thing, but Mm -hmm. it's also like, look at your bank accounts. Like, are you awareness? Yeah. Have awareness. Are you spending more money than is actually coming in? Do you Mm -hmm. need more money to come in or do you have a spending problem or do you have a saving problem? Like Mm -hmm. actually take a look at what's really going on in your world and match that match the feelings to it. Mm-hmm. create the safety within yourself and then allow your, your business to build on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, Cause I feel like there's, there's so much talk around, like just have the feeling and then you'll have it, but it's like, you have to actually take action on it, which we've already kind of discussed. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. But like, even like the simple act of, you know, like painting my kitchen was yeah. like, oh, I am at home. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. And I'm on my way. I am home and I'm on my way. Right. So you don't, you no longer need that thing in order to get what you want. You get to have that thing because you already have what you want. Right. So there's no need. There's just Mm -hmm. enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that so much. I think that's really important. It's an important reminder for all of us to know our goals, love our goals, and know that we get to have it no matter what. No matter Mm -hmm. whether the goal comes now or you get the date wrong and it comes next month. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, mismatched date here. We'll just keep on going. Yeah. 
I just got the date. I forget where I heard that. I heard that recently. Someone was like, oh, I just got the date wrong. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) My manifestations are going to come whether or not I know when the correct date is. I thought it'd be winter, but it'll probably be summer maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Maybe next winter, like no biggie. Like it's all in good time, right? Mm -hmm. As long as you're taking the actions that are necessary to bring that manifestation into reality. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And, trust, and trusting and believing that it's all possible for you. Yeah. Yep. So speaking of manifestation, you mm-hmm. mentioned that you have a new program coming out that I would love for you to share a little bit about. Yeah. So it's a program um, called Amplify Joy or Amplified Joy. I should probably know the name of my program. Amplified <laughs> Joy, um, where really we go through a three-step journaling approach that I've used in my life and it works. And it's also like we're, we are expediting joy. Like if we can make joy this tangible product and then we could have more of it faster, that's what this kind of program teaches you. And so I walk you through, we start with like a 90 minute workshop where you learn what is this three-step approach? And I I have this line. I'm a big sucker for like lines and I kind of like low-key would love to work for like Hallmark or something. Um, <laughs> Putting that out there. Great. Just, just saying. Someone who works at Hallmark is. Uh, Hallmark, Hallmark, Hallmark. <laughs> um, I say like, let's throw some gas on your life and light it up. Um, and gas is a, the three-step approach gas stands for gratitude, allow and surrender. So it's this three-step journaling approach where I, in the program, I dive through the ins and outs and the significance and the importance and the impact of it Mm -hmm. and how you can start experiencing more joy now. And it comes from seeing what is already like, where am I already experiencing joy? Because we want to help, I want to, I want to help people appreciate what we want to appreciate. In other words, like we will appreciate as in give gratitude for those things that we want to appreciate as in grow, amplify. Yes. And so I'm, I'm cautious to market it as a manifestation type of program because I feel like that word can get so um, misleading out there yeah. in, in this wonderful industry that we are in. Yeah. Um, and so it, but yet it is because to manifest, to grow and have what we want, we have to acknowledge what is. Mm-hmm. And so Amplified Joy is a, a program where you get to acknowledge what is, where you get to acknowledge where is that joy in my life now? And then we get really curious about what what could it look like if it got bigger? What do I like? What do I want? How do I need to surrender to allow that? What expectations do I need to let go of? What if I could experience more joy? Do I have the capacity to sit and hold these joy-filled feelings? Um, there's so much like underneath and like in within this three-step journal approach that will amplify joy in our life. And I like my last, this past Saturday was like an, a perfect example of that. I was um, feeling a lot of pressure in myself, on my life, in my business. And I realized, wow, Kelly, the pressure is coming from yourself. So therefore you have the power to let it go. Yes. And that was my own integrity check of like, you need to be who you say you are. Mm-hmm. Like if you are this person who is in love with your life, in love with 
you know, your business and, and all of these things, the pressure, a person who loves their life fully doesn't feel the pressure. And so I made a conscious decision to, for the day, just to let that go. And this past Saturday was like the best Saturday ever of just like little joys. And that's the thing is like, we don't need amplified joy. Isn't like this big tropical vacation. My amplified joy was sitting at the table, drinking coffee with my husband and we played Yahtzee. Like I couldn't have been happier. Yeah. And like, what if you got to experience more of those little moments every day? I love that. I love it. Because the truth is we are manifesting everything at every moment. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. just, we're not always consciously aware of what we are manifesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And so that helps bring it to awareness. Yeah, exactly. So if you can just become aware of what do you want, then you actually will know how to create it, how to manifest it, right? That word gets, as as you mentioned, it gets thrown around and all these, you know, manifestation techniques and all this stuff, but, but really manifestation is just creating, Mm -hmm. it's making something happen Mm -hmm. and it happens from believing it's possible and then taking the aligned action to create it within your reality and having the awareness of what you want, where you're holding yourself back from having what you want and giving yourself the permission to have what you want. And then just having it, that is manifestation. Mm-hmm. And so you get to claim it as whatever you want it to be. Yeah. So it starts with figuring out, well, what do I want? Yeah. Which people, especially women, I've noticed are so lost on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. However, mm-hmm. it sounds like you have something to share with them to help I do. them find what they actually want. Mm-hmm. And so really, I think this is just a call right now to just decide I get to have what I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to look outside for validation from anyone in my life. I get to have what I want right now. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we have so many people out in the world like you doing the work to help people really believe that and see that and create a a real reality for themselves. So Mm -hmm. I love what you do. And I'm so glad you got to come on and and share with everybody like the power of it and and how they can love themselves more by embracing who they already are. Yeah. I'm right back at you. Oh, well, thank we you. We are just, I love that it, we get to create a ripple effect beyond our knowing. Yeah. And it's an honor. It truly is an honor to get to talk with you today. And it's an honor to get to be connected to the people like we both get to be connected to in this world. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise, mm-hmm. Kelly. I love having you on. This conversation was amazing. Thank you so much. And where can people find you? Because they need to be in your world. This is obvious. So mm-hmm. where can they come be in your world? Well, I am all over the world as Live Well with Kel. So L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L with K-E-L-L. That's my website. That's my Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Um, otherwise, Kelly McEntee on LinkedIn. Amazing. I will link all of those in the show notes below. And thank you again so much, Kelly, for being on. I can't wait to see more of what you do in the world. And and uh, I hope everybody goes and just like doesn't walk, but like runs to your Instagram, your Facebook, all the places that you are so they can be in your world. So you are the sweetest. Thank you. Of course. Do you have any final words of wisdom, anything that's coming through you that you want to share before we sign off today? Hmm. I'll just drop one of my taglines from coaching. And that is, you already know. Mm, I love it. Let's just leave it there. I think that's perfect. 
All right. Love you all so much. And I will see you in the next episode.